Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day, and we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. We're in the book of 2 Thessalonians and focusing on some important truths about when Jesus comes again. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Hello, friends, and welcome to today's episode of Everyday Truth, starting a brand new book today, so excited about that. Got a almost brand new mug with me today. This is my Amsterdam Holland mug. One of you gave this to me because I can't remember getting this in Amsterdam. I've only been through the airport there, I think once. So I, I'm pretty sure I didn't get it. So if anyone wants to claim it, thank you uh, for that nice mug. Uh, as I said, we're, we're starting a brand new book today. Really excited. I don't know why I didn't do the book of 2 Thessalonians uh, back when I did 1 Thessalonians. Uh, I preached through a series of messages from the book of 1 Thessalonians uh, several years ago. Matter of fact, I did many years ago in Pennsylvania, and then about five years ago here at uh, Faith Baptist in Fredericksburg, I did a series of messages uh, entitled Upside Down because I love the book of 1 Thessalonians. I, I love the church at Thessalonica. If, there's, if I have a favorite church in the New Testament, it's probably the church at Thessalonica just because of what God did there in a relatively short period of time. So if, if you recall the, the chronology there in the book of Acts, uh, the Apostle Paul was on his second missionary journey. Uh, he, had, he had confirmed some of the churches. He and, and Silas, also called Silvanus uh, in the Bible, had gone back to some of the churches that Paul and Barnabas had started some years before on the first missionary journey. And then along the trail, uh, they met Timothy. Remember in Lystra, they met a Timothy, and the Bible says in Acts 16 that Paul and Silvanus took Timothy with them as their protege and as their son in the faith. And it began a lifelong relationship that Paul and Timothy had with each other. Well, they continued to make their way westward, and it just seemed as if the Holy Spirit was not allowing Paul to do the things that he was planning to do. For instance, Paul wanted to preach the gospel in places like Bithynia or uh, Asia Minor or in Mycenae. But for whatever reason, it just didn't seem that the Lord was giving a, a piece about that. And he ended up at the end of the road, really, in a place called Troas. Can't go any further west or you'll just walk into the ocean. And Paul was just waiting on God. And the Bible says that there in Troas, Paul received uh, the Macedonian call. It was a vision of a man in Macedonia, which is in, on the European continent, kind of near present day, well, the, the northern part of the Aegean Sea, if you can picture that. And Paul saw this vision of this man saying, come over and help us. And, and Paul knew what that meant. It, it meant that I need to go preach the gospel there. So when he saw the vision and explained it to Luke and to Silvanus and because and, Luke had joined them at that point. So Silvanus and Timothy and Luke, uh, the men said, yeah, let's go. So in Acts 16, we read about how they went to Macedonia 
And there they went to Philippi and some great things happened. Lydia and her household were saved and baptized. You had the Philippian jailer situation where uh, Paul and Silas had been imprisoned and yet they were singing and praising God at midnight. God did a miracle. Uh, they were loosed from their bonds, but they didn't leave the prison and the Philippian jailer got saved. Wonderful story. But the Bible teaches that after that short stint in Philippi, they made their way, continued to make their way west along what's called the Via Egnatia, which is the Roman highway of the day. They went through the small towns of Amphipolis and Apollonia, and eventually they arrived at the main city of Macedonia, and that city's name was Thessalonica. And there, the Bible says in Acts 17, the Apostle Paul went into his, kind of his modus operandi, which was uh, if a city had a synagogue, not all did, uh, if there were at least 10 Jewish households, then there was a synagogue and, and Jewish worship. There wasn't one in Philippi. But Paul went to the synagogue at Thessalonica and he just began to teach as a visiting rabbi. And his teaching centered on what did the Old Testament scriptures say about Messiah, about the Christ. And as he would show what the Old Testament scriptures said about Messiah, I can picture him turning to passages like Isaiah 53 or Psalm 22 or Psalm 69 or Psalm 2 or Isaiah 40 or Malachi 3. But to whatever the scriptures he chose were, he demonstrated that the prophecies about the Old Testament Messiah were fulfilled in the New Testament person, Jesus. Therefore, Jesus is the Messiah. And in so doing, the Bible says people began to get saved. Not, not, not a ton of the men, but a number of the notable women in town, even Gentile women, uh, so, so, some Jews were getting saved and, and things began to happen. So, so quickly was the gospel taking root that the unbelieving Jews in Thessalonica were just irate. They were uh, incensed by this interloper that would come in and somehow turn people away from their religion of Judaism. And, and maybe they just didn't like the fact that they were themselves losing control. Uh, uh, religious people love to have control. And so whatever the case was, they stormed the house of Jason, which is where Paul and Silas and Timothy and everybody was staying. And boy, they got Paul out just in the nick of time. And they whisked him away to Berea. And then eventually he moved on to Athens, and I'm skipping a lot here, and eventually moved down to Corinth. But all the while, he's concerned about this church back up in Thessalonica and wondering how they're doing. A new church, they're now without a leader. Uh, Timothy and Silas have as well been booted out of town. What's happening to them? Are they growing? Have they gone back? Uh, have they dissipated? What, what's, what's happening? So, uh, Paul sends Timothy uh, back up to check out how they're doing. Well, when he gets the message from Timothy about how well they're doing and how vibrant their faith is, how strong they are, they've got some theological questions. But uh, as far as their spiritual health is concerned, they are just as healthy as can be. 
What does Paul do? Paul writes them a letter. And that letter is 1 Thessalonians, where he writes them and tells them, uh, I'm so glad for what God is doing. You have a working faith. You have a laboring love. You have a patient hope. Uh, we came to you like a father would come to a son, like a nursing mother would care for her baby. We loved you. We cared for you. We nurtured you. We see your growth and grace. We see the love that you have for each other. Now, they did have some theological questions, specifically as it related to the second coming of Christ. And one of the major theological questions, uh, issues that Paul resolved for them in the book of 1 Thessalonians was the matter of the coming of Christ, that Jesus Christ is coming again, and those that have died before his coming, they have not missed out on the glory of it, because the dead in Christ shall rise first, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So the book of 1 Thessalonians was largely an upbeat book a book that answered some really legitimate questions, it clarified some second coming issues, and really underscored just how healthy that church was. Now, does that mean there weren't problems? Of course, they're, they're, every church has problems. And one of the problems that they faced was there were some in the church that were quitting their jobs and relying upon the, the good work of others to pay their bills, and Paul warned them against that. And, and there are some other things as well, but that's a basic synopsis. So what happens? Well, uh, after just a short period of time, Paul is still in Ephesus, or rather still in Corinth. He only stays in Corinth for 18 months. So within that 18 months, he gets another report from Thessalonica that they are having further problems uh, they're having problems because some people in the church are so worked up about what Paul has said about the coming day of the Lord, in, in which, you know, in that new day of the Lord, when believers are raptured, uh, there's going to be persecution on the earth. And, and some were erroneously thinking at Thessalonica that, you know, maybe we missed the rapture. Maybe the second, maybe we didn't understand the second coming thing. Maybe we're already in the day of the Lord. And they were just confused. And it was shaking their faith. Uh, add to that the fact that there were some false teachers in the church that were stirring up some issues. And there were some people that were posing as false apostles. Some were even, some, some were even forging letters as if they were from Paul himself and teaching error to the Thessalonians. And Paul had to write and say, hey, listen, no, I didn't write that letter. And if you want a, a, a sign that the letter's from me, here's my handwriting. So there's a lot going on in this little short letter. I can't wait to talk to you all about it. We'll talk a little bit more about what it means to, to work hard and not take advantage of others. There are definitely some practical things in the book, but the book really does a great job clarifying the day of the Lord, the second coming of Christ Jesus is coming again, and just how confident we can be in what God says about all of it. So we didn't cover much today by way of verses, but I hope that gives you a little bit of a background. I hope it whets your appetite, and I hope you'll stay along for the ride. Won't be a long time together in 2 Thessalonians, but I think it'll be profitable if you'll hang in there. Thanks for joining us today. Hope you have a great day in the Lord. God bless you, my friends.
Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.